Ray Shelton, can you lead us in prayer? Amen. All right, Revelation 21. Revelation 21. Hunter did a good job, didn't he? Real good. That was good, Hunter. I told him, you're getting courageous, you start delving into Revelation. (laughs) And I get nervous. I might have been wrong about something. (laughs) He's right, though. I mean, I remember I did a... I did a study on the churches of Revelation. I don't, honestly, I can't remember if it was here or somewhere else, but <clears throat> it was amazing to me how he, the Lord did talk to those people in a way they, that, that they could understand it. Um, it's like he knew them, you know, talking about the lukewarm water, how that was in the city and the people knew they would have had experience exactly with what Jesus was trying to say to them because of, he knew them and he knew their everyday life and the ISAV. And there's other things in those church, those other churches too, um, so, you know, Sardis and Thyatira and things like that that were going on in those cities and in those regions. And Jesus spoke right to them, and that's what I always got out of that. And that's among other things what I got out of hunters this morning. It reminded me when he talked about people um, lost and him blowing my phone up, and he did. <laughs> I ran out of minutes. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, but it was important to me to be there for him as a friend. And I, I know uh, that's around the same, that's the same night. Nathan got saved. Hunter got saved. Um, but I remember I was in a meeting in Hoover. Um, and it was not, it was an important meeting. <laughs> and here goes Hunter. Boom. And I'm like, you know. And I stepped out of that meeting because I knew what was going on. I mean, it didn't take him long to start talking about it. And I'm like, you know, all you got to do is just admit you're lost. Because I really, you know, we don't know the heart, of course, but I'm, I'm sitting there in my mind honestly going, this boy's lost. <laughs> he just won't admit it. He would get right there, right there, and then pull back. I don't know if you remember that or not. He'd get right there, and he'd say, no, I can't be lost because I do this. And I, I'm like, and I wouldn't say a word. I'd just listen. I'd say, yeah, yeah. And then a little bit later down the road, I'd say, well, I mean, you know, saved people can do certain things, but, you know, that don't make you saved. <laughs> and so he would, uh, I can't remember how many times that happened. I remember that, Hunter. That was a, that was a special time for me, too. So thank you for calling, calling on me. But um, it wasn't anything I did. I was just... I was just a sounding board for him. He was just talking, and the Lord was working, and you could see it just as clear as day. And when he finally realized it, we went back in the back. Um, I hope you don't mind me sharing this. I'm not going to give any necessarily private details, but um, we were, uh, we have a singing that night. Is that what that was? Okay. Irwin's? Yeah, okay. And I was, I believe I was sitting with Andrew, wasn't I? And, uh, Hunter stood up, he looked at me, and when he looked at me, I knew it's time. And he motioned for me, and we went to the back, and we sat down in that Sunday school room, and his mouth started running. He was just talking about all different kind of stuff. And we get right there and back off, and right there and back off. 
and he had no peace about it. Now, on the phone calls, he'd get right there, and he'd back off, and he'd settle down. But back there, he wouldn't settle down, <laughs> and he was just talking. And I'd, I'd go to talk, and he's still talking. And I'd go to say something, and he's still talking. And I remember he's looking at me talking, and I said, Hunter! You believe you're lost or saved? I said, I'm just going to kneel down right here and pray, and you do the same. And I knelt down and prayed, and he's, <laughs> and uh, the rest, as they say, is history. He, he prayed for the Lord to save him, and I, I believe he did. Yeah. Yeah, I think it goes to further prove that you can't do it yourself. I mean, you ain't going to come when you get ready. I mean, you have to be drawn. You know, the Father has to draw you, and he'll do it. Sometimes it is a battle. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes people the Lord deals with, and boom, they just accept it, you know. But sometimes, most of the time, it probably is a battle. That's good. Anyway, that's good, Hunter. Real good job. All right. Revelation 21. Does anybody remember what we talked about last time? It's been a while. Yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> Brian, these people are too sharp for me. Does anybody remember what we talked about last time we talked about the book of Revelation? (laughs) Yeah. We talked about really the city, the dimensions of the city, how big it was and how big the wall was. And we had some discussion there about is it a cube or is it a pyramid? And I ain't worried about either one of them. But uh, I believe it's probably a cube. Um, So that's, that's really... That's, that's what we talked about. And I had all that very good information from Mr. David. He did, did, a lot of, did a lot of work. Is that stuff you had already? Or did you do that when we started talking about it? Okay, well, like it was nothing. He just had a whole sheet of paper I ain't never even thought of before. Just like it was nothing. I appreciate that. That was, that was real good. Really good. So now we move into, we talked about the size of this. And now we're going to move into, we, we, we read it, but I don't think we talked about it. Um, I didn't have it in my notes, so I'm pretty sure we didn't. But now we're going to move into the construction materials and this city. And, and there's not going to be a lot here to say about this. There'll be some. But there are some statements made later in Revelation 21 that are, that are speculative. <laughs> they cause a lot of discussion. Um, and that's, I hope we get there and we may finish Revelation 21 today. Um, it depends, but we talked about the size of this city. Why do you, why should we even care? I mean, in a sense, I really don't. I'm just ready to go. I don't, you know, if it's like I have it in my mind, great. If it's not, I I don't think it's going to bother me one bit, but why should we care about this? One is in the Bible. Two, this is going to be, as far as I can tell, your eternal home. (laughs) 
So what's it going to be like? The Bible tells us some here about what it's going to be like. I think we've already settled the discussion. You know, we talked about how people, they talk about the ark. And they, you're talking about the Genesis record and, and these things and how the ark can't be big enough to hold that many animals. And that's just hogwash. Um, if you do your study, and I'm, I'm not going to go through it as bad as I want to because I really like talking about that. The ark could have easily held the kinds of animals that the Bible said came into the ark. Now, the Bible doesn't list the kinds of animals. I'm saying it said two of each kind, or they took seven of this kind of certain animals, easily held those animals. And a lot of people do the same thing, like I said, with this, this city. Um, how is a city going to be big enough to hold all these people? I think we've more than covered that this city is going to be well able to hold the people that are there. Ever how many you think that's going to be? Ever how many it will be? Um, so, you know, and we also talked about how we tend to think that there's just not going to be that many people there. And there, and there may not be. But then when you, when you come across things that I honestly, before I read it, had never thought about before... You know, we think of America, but outside of America and the rest of the world, you know, if their numbers are right, you know, 60 to 70% of people never get to their ninth birthday. Well, how many people is that that never get probably to the age of accountability? We don't know that because there's not a certain age, but may not ever get to the age of accountability. Where are they? They're in heaven. That's a lot of people. 70% of the earth's population over 6,000 years. Or ever how long it's been. So I think this city is well big enough to, to, hold, to hold all of us. But let's read Revelation 21 starting in verse 18. It says, And the building of the wall of it was of jasper. And the city was pure gold like unto clear glass. And the foundation of the wall of the city, I'm sorry, foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third a chalcedony, the fourth an emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth a topaz, the tenth a chrysoprasus, Chrysaprasus, the eleventh adjacent, the twelfth an amethyst, an amethyst. So let uh, Chris Wilburn read this. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. So we see these uh, these building materials of this city and what they are first it talks about the wall it says the wall's jasper now from everything i can tell and it's going to be that way with a couple of these we don't know what that was we just don't know it's mentioned in the bible a couple of times it's one of the stones in the breastplate of the high priest that he wore it's one of the stones that i'll say was in eden um, in Ezekiel, when the Word of God is describing 
um, Lucifer. And it's talking about, really in summary, how grand and how beautiful he was. Now that's Satan now, by the way. It talks about he was adorned with all these precious stones, and one of them was jasper. So we don't, we don't know what that was. Um, but if you look at different things people have kind of studied and said, as far as we can tell, and, you know, I think the Bible says this too, if you look in verse 18, um, the building of the wall was jasper, and the city was pure gold, like in a clear glass. It's associated with clear glass in different places in the Bible. And so it's probably a transparent jewel. Um, they think maybe that it had some red hue to it. So this whole wall, I don't want to spend too much time here. This whole wall is jasper stone, whatever it is. But it's a precious stone. All these stones are precious stones. There'll, there'll be no... There'll be no rock, asphalt, that type of stuff. That's not what the city's made out of. Now, again, when we look at, let's go ahead and look at gold, and then I'll say that. So, verse 18, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. Now, we've already talked about this before. Um, Miss Peggy's mentioned it a couple times. Gold is not pure here. But evidently, in its purest form, gold is transparent. As, as refined as we can get it. As clear of all impurities. We cannot get gold transparent. And I was thinking about that, and I'm not going to tie all these two, but I thought about that as the life of, of, of mankind. No matter what you do, no matter if you're lost, no matter what you do, no matter how much good you've done, no matter how much money you've given to the church, no matter how much money you've given to Voice of the Martyrs, no matter how many mission trips you've went on, that is not going to take away your sin problem. Only God can do that. And he deals with your sin singular. Not sins, but when he deals with your sin, it takes care of the sins. <laughs> and so this, this, this wall is jasper, and the city, and it goes on to say, the streets of the city are pure gold. Transparent, like transparent glass. Yeah. They're making walls and streets out of it that you're walking on. <laughs> I was about to ask y'all that here and just say. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got to worry about that. There'll be no potholes. I don't mean any disrespect. I'm just saying, you know, there'll be no potholes. <laughs> so you've got this these materials here this jasper and we've talked about jasper we've talked about gold and um that that was my question was why 
Why? Why? Why is it? Ne- why is this? Why is it necessary? Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about the center of greed and things like that? It's gold. Here. There, you're walking on it. Yeah. Building walls of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, even, I, can't, I don't even know what that means, really. I mean, what does it look like if it's transparent? When you look down and you're walking on something that's transparent, what do you see? <laughs> Brother David said air. <laughs> Is that what you said? You say air? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if it's suspended up there, yeah, you, you, you would. I guess. I don't know. What about the walls? No. And we can't. You know, you just have to deal with that. I mean, but if I walk up to a wall that's transparent, let's say Nathan is inside the wall, and I walk up to the wall, what do I see? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah. I ain't saying he's trying to hide anything. Just saying. But, and how does that work? There's a whole lot of stuff. I don't get it. But it's made out of the most pure Material. Don't get to the. Are you, don't. Are you, yeah, hold on just a second. You're about to learn a question I was going to try to stump y'all with. Yes, you're right. So it's these materials, these precious materials. But when I, when I read this, and I know y'all's mind don't work like mine, I'm just crazy. I just think, why? Why do this? Why make the city out of all this precious stuff? I mean, is it just is it just for a bunch of hoopla? Is that why? No, we know that. So why? Why do you think? Why would he make walls out of pure gold and streets out of pure gold? And again, don't forget now, I don't want to... I, <laughs> First of all, I don't want to speak on something I don't totally understand necessarily, although I've done it for every how many weeks we've been doing Revelation. But I don't want to bust a bunch of gospel songs up, good songs that I listen to and like. But we're not talking about heaven here. You realize that? I've already said that before. We're not talking about heaven. We're talking about the city. This city that came down from God out of heaven. Heaven's there. The city's coming down from God out of it to this new earth. We're not talking about heaven. So, again, I like them and I'm going to keep listening to them. But the songs that talk about heaven's made of streets of gold and walking on streets of gold in heaven may not be accurate. Now, with that city coming down out of God from heaven, and God describes this city to us, not in great detail. He tells us some things. But I don't, we're not told, I don't even know, I, I, won't even, I don't even know that you count it. You're told 
very, 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 very little about actual heaven. So could heaven have streets of gold? Maybe, because we're not told what it is. But when the Bible talks about it, that's where people get the lyrics from. And when people say heaven has streets of gold, they're getting it from this right here. But this is not heaven, okay? And that's important to understand. Let's don't, we don't need to get our Bible theology messed up. We need to understand what the Bible says. It's not heaven. This is the city. Now, I believe we've talked about before, this is going to be your eternal home. It's the home of the church for sure. But who else? If anybody else. We'll get there in a second. So you've got streets of pure gold. Why I do this? The only thing I can come with, up with is he did it just so we can enjoy it. That's all I can come up with. Well, I can come up with another one. He did it because he wanted to. Yeah, yes. You're right. Yep. <laughs> Evidently, we are. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that, Brother David. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, that's, I don't know enough to even comment on that, but you're right. Your, your delve into history is correct, absolutely. He's got it all. He had it all. It was all his all along, right? And it's, it's here, and it's always, it, it has always have been here, Um. So he's got this precious stuff. For whatever reason, he made the city out of it. Again, the only thing I could really come up with is because he just loves us enough to let us enjoy something like this. Um, could there be more precious metals than we even think of? Maybe. But I don't know. I'm with Brother David and Miss Peggy there. They're probably going to build this city out of the most precious things that he has and give his best for his church. So, but his right. You give your children the very best that you can give them. And the Lord does no exchange. Right. You're right. No, probably not, but yeah, 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 you try to give your kid, now I'm not building my house, my child a house made of gold, okay, <laughs> but God has no problem, no problem whatsoever, so this is, this is where we're going to be, now if we look at these foundations, it talks about foundations being constructed with these uh, gemstones, and in the foundations, the names of the 12 apostles. <clears throat> that in itself is hard to, hard to think about because I, I don't know exactly. You know, you see a lot of artist representations of this, and they don't do it justice. <laughs> For one thing, they're gold yellow. It ain't going to be like that. 
how do you even draw something that, on paper that's transparent? Just a gap there. I mean, <laughs> so you see these foundations, twelve foundations built out of these stones here, and it talks about the first, the second, the third, all the way to the twelfth. And this jasper, the first ones of jasper, and we talked about that's that's clear. I'm gonna go through these pretty quick. Um, the second is a sapphire. Now, here sapphire is blue. It may be blue there. It may be a more radiant blue. It may be transparent with hues of blue. We don't know. But here's just listen to these these colors. As we know it, it's hard blue. Now chalcedony. Uh, this is the only place it occurs in the whole Bible. And as far as people can tell, it's copper colored. An emerald. What color is that here? Green. A sardonyx is probably in the onyx family. Deep red layers with white. A sardius stone, brilliant red. Chrysolite, gold and yellow hued. Beryl and topaz have yellow tints. Chrysoprasus, gold tinted, only occurs here in the Bible. Jacinth is blue, according to what they tell me, or they, I read. Um, more turquoise, aquamarine. And then amethyst has purple. And so you have all these colors. And, you know, blue and gold and yellow and red and green and purple. Just how we know them, how beautiful is it going to be? And that means, like Miss Betsy said, that's probably nothing compared to what it's going to look like over there. We only see very, we see the colors of the rainbow. And that's it. Is that all the colors? How many more are there? What do they look like? We can't even describe a color without using the color of the rainbow because that's all we know. There's, there's verses in the Bible that hint at colors bringing forth praise. How is that possible? But we don't know. But just by what we do know here, it's going to be beautiful beyond compare. And so you've got these foundations built out of all these different stones and probably inset with stones, I would guess, or the names of the 12 apostles. You want to name them all for us? Okay. (laughs) And you've got a wall of jasper and streets of pure gold and a city of pure gold. And Man, when that thing descends out of heaven. (laughs) I'm glad, yeah. I'm already there. I wish I could tell you about what I'm seeing over there. But, uh, yeah. Each other, yeah. That's, yeah. I think that's going to go along with a lot of this transparency. Is going to, this, what we think of like reflection and bringing these colors out and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. You're right. So, we don't know a lot. He tells us some things. And now we get to the gates, and I think we've got time to discuss this before we leave. Um, these 12 gates, it says, let me find where it talks about this. Uh, which one? Verse 21. And the 12, yes, thank you. And the 12 gates were 12 pearls. Every several gate was one pearl. What does that mean? Every several gate was one pearl. Do you know what that means? <laughs> it means each individual gate was an individual pearl. Well, it ain't near as big as you think. I mean, no, no, you ain't, no, I, I said that backwards. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. Now. <laughs> that joker had been grinding on that pearl down there and that sand and everything a long time. Um, think, think about, well, I, sh- I meant to go back and I just now thought of it. Does anybody know what the biggest pearl is they ever found? It's not real big. No, do you? <laughs> well, you're going to like these gates. I don't know how big it is, but it's probably not very big. We'll be generous, and we'll say the size of a softball. I think that's way generous, but it may not be. I don't know. Can you imagine... Um, Johnny and them's got a gate for their dog when they bring it in the house. That thing's about that tall, ain't it? About that what? Can you imagine a pearl that, that big? That's a dog gate. What about for a city? Well, what about the doorways there? It's kind of like a gate. Can you imagine a pearl the size of that doorway? Yeah. How tall are these gates? Are they as big, as tall as the wall? (laughs) (laughs) They're big. This is another, just, I think just a description of the majesty of, of this. And... I may be jumping ahead here. I don't really want to, but we're going to find out later. Um, make sure we don't find out now before I say that. I don't even know what they're for because they never close. In history, okay, yeah, yeah. In history, this is where I thought you were going a while ago. In history, you know, you think back, you know, about these kings and queens and their castles and all this. What were the gates, even the gates of Jerusalem, what were the gates for? If you did, I mean, why, why not just have openings if you wanted to let people in the city? What were the gates for? To keep enemies out. And a lot of times they would open their, their gates during the day. But when it got on toward night, they would close those things for protection to keep you safe from enemies. Well, there's two things about that. I'm definitely getting ahead. It's okay. 
There's two things about that. Number one, there is no enemy there. You ain't got to worry about that. That door is open all the time. Allowing full access in and out. Now, if you're in that city made of stone, I mean made of precious stone, made of gold, why would you ever want to leave? <laughs> but evidently you can if you choose for whatever reason. And people can come in. Now, I'm not going there. Who's going to come in? Think about that. Um, they never shut. I refuse to comment because that's going to be my next part of my life. <laughs> you are getting bad close to verse 24. And it does talk about that. That's what we're going to talk about next time. It talks about, we're going to talk about there's no temple there. There is, but there's not. And then there's no need of the sun or moon there. I'm not making any comments on it. <laughs> and then we read um, in verse 24 about the nations of them which are saved going in. And then later on in those couple of verses, verse 26, bringing glory and honor into it. What does all that mean? I don't know exactly. But in my opinion, Brother David's getting bad close in what he said. But we'll talk about that next time. All right, Greg, you want to dismiss us?